21 minutes after 7 now. The time Thursday morning with SAFM. Well, you heard conversations yesterday and again this morning about the fact that we may need to increase the amount of revenue that comes into government and as a result of that, increase the amount of tax that people have to pay. Professor Keith Engels, the Chief Executive Officer of the South African Institute of Tax Professionals. Professor Engel, good morning to you. So the Minister says we need another 15 billion rands worth of tax. I suppose the the easiest mechanism is to increase VAT, all sorts of consequences of that. Are there any other options? Well, I, look, I think the VAT is impossible politically, so that's not going to happen. Um, the only option, you know, to get the $15 billion is he's pushing, he seems to be pushing the budget is SARS better enforcement. That can help. But again, if the economy isn't growing, you can only take so much blood from the stone. The one that seems to come up a few days before is we take away the medical credit. Um, that may get them a chunk of money on that one. Um, and then the argument is if we're getting NHI, so that doesn't look so bad. He could try to increase the tax on the top rates. The problem with that is there's just not enough money in there to get what he needs. So, I, I, you know, again, that's always been considered. They were thinking about it a few years ago. Maybe they increase the top rate, the dividends tax again. That will not go down well with people. But again, that's not going to be the ANC political base. So between the medical credit, maybe a slight increase in income tax, if that's what they want to do. But I have a feeling it's more the same old, same old that he because he knows that if he raises taxes, he's going to kill growth, just like you said. So it's a trade off. He doesn't get the growth then he's nowhere. There'll be plenty of people and I think there'll be political demands, uh, maybe not from within the ANC or maybe within the ANC, but, uh, but in other parties uh, for a wealth tax, things like that or a one off tax in some cases. Do things like that work? Have they been implemented in other places? Well, the problem with the wealth tax is it's going to take about two years to implement. So that doesn't get him the money he needs now. You can have one-off taxes, like somehow that's magic, but you know that that one-off tax has to be permanent because they're not reducing the spending. And they're not getting the growth. A one-off tax is a one-off. We have a hurricane or we have a war. So there's no one-off event problem here. So a one-off event is, doesn't add anything or subtract. It's just getting more tax, which will limit your growth at the end of the day. So, so my answer is no. Personal income tax at the moment, is that sort of underperforming? Is it performing better than expected? I mean, it's always a useful sort of dipstick on the economy and whether people are making money or not. Usually the personal income tax, that's pretty stable. It's the one thing that you've got. The problem, again, as you know, is the base is too small. The one that's volatile is the corporate tax base. The VAT, the VAT can also be volatile depending on business growth. But personal income tax is the most stable. The problem here we have is our base is just simply too small. There are so many different demands now to try and get more money into the fiscus, and we're going to see all sorts of conversations around that. There must have been other countries in similar positions. Um, there doesn't seem to be any kind of magic bullet here at all. There are consequences for whatever government does in the space, no matter where it raises tax, where it doesn't raise tax. There are going to be all sorts of consequences, and I imagine it'll only get worse within the next year if the current sort of pattern of things continues. In other words, the decisions that need to be made next year will probably be harder than the decisions that were announced yesterday. Yeah, the only difference is it's not a political year. So maybe people are willing to make harder decisions. But look, the world is all on the same track. What you're finding is government, you know, people want to spend more and be taxed less. And then governments don't have the will to balance that out. And so what happens steadily, and you see it across the world, is you have increasing debt, 
followed by inflation. And we are steadily going there. So now we're at 77%. You know, we talk and he's got lots of readjustments, but at the end of the day, oh, well, it doesn't work. Well, we're just going to add a little bit more debt and things will get better in the outer years. That's kind of what you see. And there is no political will. And I don't think the ANC has any political desire. If you look at the ANC, their voters come from government money. So they can't cut government money because that's where their voter base is. The tax base, they don't, the core of the tax base, that's not where their voters are. So they think about it. The problem is if they tax that, they're killing the growth. And so that doesn't get them anywhere. So what you find is they're, they're committed to their path. The only way out for them is to deregulate. That's the only way out, to cut some of the areas where it's just pure regulation, where you're getting away with growth. But ideologically, they're unwilling to go there. But that is the best way out for them. And they sort of lean to it a little with ESCOM and Transnet about privatization, but they do it very slow and very grudgingly. And the problem really, the only way out is to deregulate and get government out of the private sector's way. Professor Keith Engel, thank you very much indeed. Chief Executive Officer at the South African Institute of Tax Professionals.